Good morning, everybody. Hey, welcome to Friday. It is May 12th as we head into Mother's Day weekend. Uh, be interesting to see how we can kind of finish out this week. It's uh, It's been some a little bit of good news come through this week, and then, uh, then we've had some bad information come out from Disney. So, so it's affected the markets. We'll talk about those things and more when Dave joins us here in just a few seconds. But let's not forget that uh, there's so many things in this world that you and I, we, we just can't control them. However, you can control your retirement portfolio, at least the amount of risk that you have in there. You need to know what that risk is, what it should be, and how it lines up with where you are right now. Give us a call, 863-382-0037 to schedule your core retirement design. Hey, with that, we got Dave coming up next. Seven, Light FM. Debbie, Harry, and Blondie are there. Good morning. It's 8.40 now, 20 before 9. Let's find out what they're doing to your money on Wall Street. It's not a pretty day yesterday, unless, of course, you're into growth stocks, as they gained a little bit. Downtown Sebring, we go to the offices of Statler Financial Services, where Philip Statler is standing by on the phone. Philip, good morning. How you doing this morning? Good morning, Dave. Hey, I'm doing okay this morning. Uh, it's uh, yeah, Yesterday was kind of a, Are you you know, a mixed day, and uh, you there? Yeah, I'm there. We, we got a little crackle in there for a second, and I lost you. Yeah, mixed would be a good term for it. The Dow was down two-thirds of a percent, down 222 bucks. Standard & Poor's down just 7 bucks, and uh, NASDAQ, and I think the Russell, I'm not sure, but NASDAQ actually was up by 22 points yesterday. Kind of tells me that it was expectations of interest rates staying under control for the growth stocks gain and the blue chips fall, right? Yeah, I'm thinking so. That's, um, you know, and like the Dow yesterday was, was affected a lot, I think, by Disney. That's true, because they kind of fell a little bit. Uh, I, I would imagine, and I didn't look at the individual components, but I'm kind of betting that regional banks might have ended up dragging the Dow down as well, because we got a little news out of one of the West Coast super regionals to talk about. Did you notice whether the financial sector fell as well? I did not see how the actual financial sector did do. Um, but but you're right. There's that one stock that got hit pretty hard yesterday when they lost a, a huge amount of deposits this last month. Absolutely. We'll get to that in a second because the headline this morning that may very well be the market mover. One more indication of inflation being, well, let's say somewhat under control. Import prices, the report had it growing more than they expected. My tip sheet had them expecting three tenths of a percent growth in import prices. It actually came up as four tenths of a percent increase, but they made a big revision downward on the March number, which taken across a couple of months in a row means we're actually getting a decline in the rate of growth on import prices as well. I would tend to think that indicates good news as far as the inflation rate for investors, wouldn't you think? I would think so, because if import prices are leveling off to declining, um, that's going to help our inflation numbers, right? Because if prices going up, that's a big push uh, towards inflation. 
Yeah, it makes sense to me going that way anyway. We'll find out on the futures whether or not they agree with that. Uh, talking about the banking uh, woes and whatnot, the, uh, the bank that we were alluding to, PacWest is something we don't do business with around here because they're primarily a California-based bank, but they do qualify as a super regional. And just what we're going after, we had Republic, we had Silicon Valley, and a couple of others. PacWest yesterday announced that they had lost 9.5% of their deposits last week loan market wasn't impressed their shell their shares fell 22 percent if i were a betting man i would bet that uh, janet yellen is sitting up and taking notice and we may very well have another republic-based shotgun wedding in the offing what do you think it could very well be uh they're bouncing back just a tad this morning after being down that 22 percent yesterday uh, up almost two percent this morning but i'm looking at their 52 week highs and lows and uh they're still a ways away from their low. Their low was two dollars and forty-eight cents. They're at four seventy-eight right now. It's crazy though. Their high was like thirty-two dollars. So um, <laughs> a, a big spread there. Their 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 shareholders are not optimistic given that swing, wouldn't you think? I'm thinking so. I'm kind of thinking that maybe we might have another marriage with Bank of America or Chase or somebody else coming up. But the banking woes are not over. And uh, just to reassure everybody again, it seems to be isolated into the super regional banks. The ones that are quote unquote too big to fail are too big to fail. And the small hometown banks that we got mostly around here, by and large, they know their customers and they're keeping their uh, fingers on the uh, on the tiller the way they should be. So we we haven't heard a lot of news about smaller banks in trouble, but. Boy, the super regionals that have to move gobs of money around to keep up with the interest rate shifts on the bonds, they're just having a real rough row of it this season, aren't they? Yeah, they, they really are. The, that's um, obviously been pretty evident here in the last couple months. Understood. The other news item tidbit that I had pulled out, we have an AI war. I've been kind of giggling about artificial intelligence. If you want to have a good stock bump when you do your quarterly report, Say we're investigating the opportunities at artificial intelligence. I'm still giggling about the fact that Pepsi even managed to work that into, into, into their quarterly report this year. Well, now Google and Microsoft are going to war. If you uh, follow your Google uh, page, uh, it's going to give you the opportunity to register for a new Google search engine that uses their artificial intelligence. And the word from investors and from Google is that it's taking direct aim at that new Bing AI engine. I've been using that. It's actually pretty conversational and good. So it, it's intriguing watching this little war going on among the big Internet companies. It, it is. And, and I think we're going to see more and more companies um, adopt AI. And we're going to see more and more um, of these uh, companies that, that are on the fringe of developing their own AI. Uh, I think it'll be co a continued competitive market to see who can outdo who. Absolutely. I did just for giggles the other day. I had I had five minutes to kill in between tasks, and uh, I just figured let's bring up Bing and see what it'll do. I said, "Hey, Bing, write a commercial script for." And I happened to be one that I'd already written, and I was ready to put into the production system here. And they put one out with absolutely no information whatsoever on the customer, so it did no good whatsoever for what I wanted to do. But uh, they put out something that was really quite readable and intelligent. So, hey, it can write radio copy. I'm replaceable by a button. <laughs> no, well, that's true. That's uh, that's something that the tech field that, that there's some concern about, right? When it comes to some of the technology positions out there, that uh, 
AI could uh, start to uh, wipe out some jobs. And, and, you know, it's, it's at the point where, I mean, if it can do things that are taking relative imagination, the fear that parents and teachers have that little Johnny's going to ask Bing to write his term paper this quarter, that uh, there's a distinct possibility of that could happen, isn't it? Obviously, it's looking that way anyway, Dave. I mean, hey, if it can write a perfectly credible radio commercial, doggone it all. I can be replaced by a button that doesn't work. Uh, other things going on. Uh, you got any other tidbits? Because we're short on earnings. Uh, the one thing that uh, we talked about before we went on the air was News Corp reported. and uh, They've got the controlling interest in Fox, but they're actually a separate company that includes a whole lot of the ownership of Fox News and all the British tabloids and the Wall Street Journal. I mean, it's a big company. How do they do? So they did okay, Dave. They actually uh, posted a, a nine cent earnings uh, per share. They beat expectations. Um, revenue was uh, slightly above what they expected as well. Uh, they were getting a nice little bump this morning, up four and a half percent, which is that's pretty good for a media company. Absolutely, it's not a darling of the stock market as far as the business sector lately. No, they did also mention in their little uh, blurb that they're going to lay off about 5% of their workforce. Ooh, any of them at Fox News? Don't know. Didn't, didn't, didn't oh. specify what that looked like. I thought they might have included Tucker in that 5%. <laughs> <laughs> he, by the way, is doing a talk show on Twitter, which has now taken one of the, uh, one of the other social media sites that specializes in that junk. I can't remember the name of it. It's one of the smaller publicly traded sites. And it was down by like 50% yesterday after uh, Tucker did his first uh, talk show on Twitter yesterday. So there, there, there's, a, there's a whole brave new world going on in the news and the entertainment business from one end to the other of the spectrum. Oh, yeah, it is in that time of change, and uh, we're going to continue to see that shift as we see streaming services and, and other social media outlets try to get into this whole more of the entertainment side. Oh, yeah, on, on the national news and information and commentary side, uh, online could very well be the uh, substantial growth rate of it as the, uh, as the news networks try to uh, make themselves less offensive to uh, you know, a broad portion of the population or just simply clean house and cut back on high talent fees. Uh, that's true. So Always a uh, that's an area of interest anyway. Yep. Got another one to talk about this morning. You know, the only other thing I got, I got Fox News itself or Fox, the media company. Um, they got downgraded uh, by, uh, by Wells Fargo, but they, um, their third, third quarter, they actually lost money. Um, oh. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, so you'll like this. So it's due to the settlement Fox News had with uh, Dominion Voting Systems. Uh, so uh, two thirds of a bit, two thirds of a trillion dollars, that'll put a dent in your balance. She yeah, wanted it. Yep, down almost 2% this morning. <laughs> Tell me something that won't surprise me there, right? <laughs> hey, the only other earnings report I have is is a Chinese company, JD.com, which is, I think it's kind of like the Amazon of China. Uh, they, uh, they came out, earnings and revenue were above expectations, um, but it did announce that their CEO – um, only has about a year left before he steps down, and so uh, they're uh, they're getting hit a little bit this morning, uh, down about one and a half percent. All right, 
Resetting the table for the morning yesterday, like we said at the beginning, it was a mixed bag. Dow was off. The S&P was off by a little. I did check now the Russell 2000 was off by a bit as well. And the NASDAQ eked out a small gain yesterday, probably, like I said, based upon expectations of leveling interest rates. 45 minutes before we open this morning, what are we looking at? So we've got some green ink this morning on the indexes. The the, uh, Dow is up about a third of a percent. S&P 500 is up a third. The NASDAQ 100 is up two-tenths. The Russell 2000 is up about a third. So um, some green ink coming across the board there. Hey, on the other side, silver, I got to tell you, silver's been pretty volatile last, uh, well, all this year, really. Um, mm-hmm. You know, they've been up well over 24. Um, earlier this morning, they were down in the mid-23s. They're back up over 24. They're still down about eight-tenths of a percent. Um, but it's been a really a, a, a roller coaster for them. Gold's flat right now, and uh, crude oil's up six tenths of a percent to seventy one dollars and thirty one cents an ounce. I mean a barrel. I think I think that's a little bit lower than it was yesterday at this time. I think we were over seventy two yesterday. So from yes, yesterday sir. morning, it's a little decrease. It is a little decrease from yesterday this time. Take that happily. Looking overseas, the Asian rim markets kind of followed our markets from yesterday. They were all off fractionally at the close early this morning. Europe is looking at our futures, and they're fractionally up midway through their day. Getting a plan for retirement is the most important thing any one person can do in terms of making sure their finances are secure. You're planning years and years and decades out. That takes a fresh pair of eyes to get things straight. How do I find you for those eyes, Philip? Then give us a call at 863-382-0037 for our core retirement design, where we'll help you design the retirement you always dreamed of. And then join us this weekend for the Statler Financial Radio Show, 6 a.m. and noon on Saturday, 10 a.m. Sunday morning on Highlands News Talk 730 and 95.3 FM. And back here on Monday morning to tell you what happened over the weekend. Philip, I appreciate it, and you have a marvelous weekend. All right, you guys, too. Have a great weekend. Be well. It's 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services. Philip Statler. You can- hey, folks, again, I want to thank you for joining us today. Have a great weekend. Remember your mother. Until Monday, have a good one. Bye now.